0: This is Sports Cutting Edge, for ASTN, the Australian Sports Technologies Network. Here's your host, Lockie Wills. Craig Horriban, welcome to the show. Thank you very much, Lockie. It's great to be with you. Mate, I appreciate your time very much. You are the founder and CEO of Aircast, which really, I think it's one of the hottest properties now in Australian sports technology. And the fact that you've gone over to the US, you've been picked up by the biggest media company in the world, NBC Universal Comcast, and they've selected you out of thousands of businesses they have handpicked you along with a couple others to bring into the fold and put as a part of their startup program. Um Craig, first of all, I want to reflect on your career because it's it's been a, a bloody ripper, really. When you look at sport and technology, you've done the dance with both of them for the last twenty five years. Um, your first big gig was working with Telstra in a senior position on the Sydney Olympics, the greatest games of all. Mate, tell us about sort of your your upbringing, where where the passion for tech came from, and then that big gig you got with Sydney two thousand.
1: No, well, yeah, no, definitely. It's um, not too many people actually ask me this question, so. It's always great to reflect on you know where you came from um, and where I got my passion um, certainly for what I do, and and you're right. Look, I worked with um, Telstra, and I was always interested in in technology, um, and ultimately just service or to providing service to people. And I think there was an opportunity to work with um, broadcast and media reservations in Telstra. So. The job there was really, really dynamic. We would organise outside broadcasts. We would, we would organise audio um, for radio as well as with, um, video distribution. And when the Sydney Olympics came on, there was obviously a huge opportunity for us, okay. for, certainly for myself to move there and actually help orchestrate and, and work with the Sydney team to service all of these international broadcasters for all their media requirements. So I think that was certainly the launchpad for me. Um, it was as such a dynamic um, environment in which to work in. Everyone's working in the same direction. Um, it was it was great, you know, meeting people from all over the world. And I think that was when, um, yeah, I just I just fell in love with what I did. And yeah, the rest is history. We worked with the FIFA World Cup um, over in Japan and Korea, and and also other media companies in the UK, um, including. Um, more recently, the, the London Olympics, but also Commonwealth Games back here in Australia, um, in Melbourne, and and also um, the Gold Coast. So my my work and, and my passion revolved around delivering broadcast and technology solutions to ultimately deliver you know, major events mm-hmm. for major venues, um, and ultimately su- support um, broadcast and, and media stakeholders across the globe. So. Yeah, it's a very short sort of spiel about my background, where it happened and where it started. But certainly that was with the the Australian, the Sydney Olympics, essentially.
0: Mate, you've had a, a glorious career. And I know you also had a much celebrated time working in horse racing in this country as well. So you've done the global thing. and and tell us Craig obviously you worked for the biggest companies in the world and then obviously you know you decided to do your own thing and with Aircast you've done something over the last couple of years that i mean few people have seen before you're in streaming in-venue uh, opportunity for the consumer, the fan, in the crowd, but also sitting at home on the couch to be able to engage in a sporting contest like never before. And, of course, it's the old th- story, you know, the perennially waiting on technology, buffering, and you're waiting, you're waiting, you're waiting. The fact that your low latency gets it there in speeds that are record-breaking internationally now. So, like, tell us the, the journey. Obviously, it's all led to where you are now, but, like, When, across all that last 20 years, did you sort of think, hang on, you know, I want to do my own thing. And and how did Aircast, how did it sort of come from, um, you know, into being?
1: Yeah, certainly, Um, it was actually a few years ago. It was probably, um, I was, it's actually, I think it was Amy Park. And I was organizing um, sort of for for the the Asian Cup, really. And my role there was to deliver and design the technology and broadcast network um, for the event. Including all the commentary, back of house, and my main stakeholders were media and broadcast personnel, and I would always see them running between um, tribunes, workrooms, mix zones, and they would always miss key moments. But also, as as a fan itself of football, you know, walking through the crowd, would people be watching up at the the, the large screen just to see what happened, and Sometimes you might be lucky they'd actually show you the replay of actually what happened. Mm. But a lot of the time they didn't. And if there was an argument on the, on the pitch, no one would actually know what was going on. Mm. unless of course you, ha- you might have a, a Twitter feed or something like that that might give you that access um, you know, a few, uh, 30 seconds afterwards. Mm. And I just thought, well why can't you have access to video and audio and data in real time? It doesn't matter where you are in the venue straight to a mobile device. So, well, that way you would never miss a moment. You would have access. It doesn't matter if you walked up to grab some food or grab a drink and you'd have access to exactly what was happening. But not only that, I thought, well, why, if you're, at, if you're in up to the nosebleeds, sometimes you just can't actually see what's going on at all. So why can't you have access to those side-on cameras or behind the goals where you just know you've got the detail and you can see it? but also with commentary, it gives you the colour, the fanfare of actually what's going on. You don't actually know, um, you don't have all that commentary and understanding of the context of the game. Yeah. If you have the commentary in real time, straight to a mobile device, you know, to your earpods, then you would understand what was going on. So all of those things brought me to thinking, well, why, why can't we do this? And I think that's what led me on the journey to, well, okay, um, how do we do this? So it's cut a long story short, there was several iterations over a few years to work out how do we get the host broadcast services directly from production, straight within the venue, straight to a mobile device. So, um, and worked out that it wasn't quite easy. And that's probably why people hadn't done it in the first place. But I think I had, I certainly had the passion to work out, you know, we can do this. I, I, obviously, technically, there's a lot of, things to work through. But over several iterations, you know, we got it down to 0.3 seconds, which was fantastic. Um, But that's obviously bringing together a lot of moving parts Um, and yeah, a lot of obviously help with um, my development team over the course of the journey. But yeah, we're really excited about what we've done.
0: Yeah, bloody oath, you want me. Um, and and how did you overcome like that 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 tech sort of barrier there to try and get it, you know, from the broadcast onto the person's phone? Now, I mean, I know you can't give away the secret source, but can, in broader terms, how, how did you do it?
1: Well, from a technical background, I understood networks, I understood layer two, layer three networks, I understood a lot of the protocols and how to use them. I also started to understand a lot of you know, the the operating systems within phones and what actually worked and how streaming um, providers actually streamed to the phones. We also understood the broadcast and the formats coming in through that, but also, um, so ultimately we had four pieces of the puzzle. We needed to work with the broadcasters and understand the best distribution um, from, from them. We needed to understand how do we decode those signals into a usable, friendly and fast stream. And we needed to understand how the network works to actually facilitate really, really fast streaming. And, and the last thing I think is where our secret sauce is mostly is how do you make build a player that has the ability to read that really, really quickly and display it directly to the customer. So, I think that's probably as much information as I can give you. Um, that's probably pulling all of those, those four things in together, obviously, has enabled us to deliver what we have.
0: An incredible thing. And I, uh, what I love about it is it's win, win, win. It's win for the broadcaster because they get more eyeballs. It's win for the sport because there's more integration opportunity, a, a deeper engagement for the fan. And obviously, it's a win for the fan. And it's funny because, like, I love cricket. Like, I live and breathe cricket. But I'll be honest with you, I'd I'd rather sit on the couch and watch it because you get a better experience, to be honest, than being there. I mean, really, unless it's like India, Pakistan, and the joint's going nuts, you're better to sit on the couch because you get all the yes. visuals, the commentary, the replays, the, the snickos, the hotspots, everything there at your fingertips whereas obviously now you can have both you can still be there and do the mexican wave but you can have all that sort of the tech and the information in your your hand so i i think it's such a win And speaking from a broadcast point of view, 100 percent, you know, you always got those gaps where you're running between things, you're missing stuff. So from a work point of view and from a fan point of view, I I get exactly that it's just win, win, win. Um, And Craig, so you you come up with this, you've got it down to point, you know, a third of a second, which is extraordinary. How do you now go and how have you been able to take it to market? You've obviously hooked up with the biggest media company in the world, so you're doing well. How have you gone about that? Awesome product, but how do you go and how did you get NBC on board and and move forward with your promotions as you're doing right now?
1: It was ultimately, I think a bigger thing, big thing with NBC was that, and certainly Comcast and actually to work directly with them is, to simply prove out the technology. I think in the past, there's certainly been a few claims of ultra low latency or real time, but but what is real time and what is ultra low latency? And if you actually have a look at the definition on, on the internet, it could be between a second and 10 seconds. So what they're really interested is, how do we actually deliver local unique content in low latency? You know, straight to a mobile device, we want to open up a fan base that we don't probably have at the moment. And ultimately, for us to actually go through, you know, the Comcast the accelerator program and be one of the chosen, that was the basic fundamental of us being accepted. Um, actually being able to just deliver and, and, and prove out our technology. Mm. We're not the absolute experts about what their clients or what their fans want to see. But they. You know, working with them, it's understanding exactly well, what are the requirements and what sort of user cases that we can with their technology. So, and that's been fantastic to be able to work with them because they're their experts. We've got the technology, and there's obviously going to be you know user user cases and implementation that that's going to be really resonating with their fan base, ultimately increase their subscription, but also bring back people to the to the venue as well. So, um. Certainly, those sort of things. And um, you t- mentioned cricket before. Um, obviously, having that um, access directly, you know, with each of the balls going through. The exciting thing we're doing with NBC is also ball tracking, um, which is working so they've got direct data feeds with ball tracking that enable the, the end user to actually see what just happened. You know, how fast did it go? Where did it pitch? Was it in the square? Was it a strike? Was it a ball? Yeah. Um, the young fans love that because they have direct access exactly what happened. And you may not be able to see that if you're at the venue, and at home for that matter, and you're subject to the linear broadcast. So where we have that access, they can switch over to that feed and see just what
0: happened in the previous delivery. Jeez, that's nuts. The fact you can get it down and, and have it so refined. And so yeah, we met at the Australian Sports Innovation Week up in Brisbane a little while ago, and there was a huge buzz about you and Aircast at, at the week up in Brizzy. Um, huge buzz. And and I know we had a great conversation and you were literally about to get on a plane, go to New York, go to the States and, and engage deeply with NBC and also a range of different organisations in America. How did the US trip go?
1: Fantastic. It was really good. It's um certainly... What we planned to do um, in the trip was go over there, work directly with NBC and Comcast. um, And that was with the San Francisco Giants, so working at Oracle Park. And it was to prove out the technology that we had, um, firstly, to integrate it directly with NBC production. How is that going to work, and how does that look, and is it easy, is it difficult? But also to deliver directly in venue on ultra-low latency, but also into the cloud okay is this is this something that we can use for fans at home so there was a lot of moving parts but um working with nbc um directly with their production organizing a running sheet which we and they sending me the feeds that they think would resonate with their fans Mm. but also working with comcast to actually deliver this over the cloud directly to okay well what what does that what's that user case like, you know, what's it like on people at the cloud? Um, It was a really successful VOC, and we're working with now with with Comcast Labs and NBC further to refine the technology. But what we found is that it was easy to deliver alternate commentary. We had Spanish and English, so depending on which one you wanted to listen to, you could select it. But also wide shots, um, picture, better. Um, and as I mentioned before, ball tracking, just to get an understanding of what happened in the previous delivery. So the replays, the instant replays, which worked really well. For fans at home, um, it was still really, really fast. What we didn't realize that the actual broadcast was 45 seconds below real time. So everybody that were in the testing group were actually watching this between two and two and a half seconds um, directly after it actually happened. So. There's a little bit of work to do to work out, you know, how do we, yeah, so obviously that is really, you know, that's valuable for certainly for um, broadcasters, but also for for wagering and prop bets and things like that to have really, you know, fast access. So they're the sort of conversations that came up from from the test, which is
0: fantastic. Poor old linear TV's creaking with rust, isn't it? <laughs> the old 1950s technology can't keep up. Um, I love it, though, because, I mean, it's It's the future of sport. It's the future of entertainment. It's the future of news, of information, what you are doing. I mean, it's just so cool that you're at the front end of all this. Like, you must be stoked. And and can I ask you, you know, you get to Oracle Park, you doing the, the San Francisco Giants game, you're working with NBC, Comcast, biggest media company in the world. Do you get nervous, Craig? You sort of think, oh, geez, I hope it works.
1: <laughs> you do in a sense because there's elements that you don't have control over. Yeah. So yeah, at times you do, um, but when you come down to all the user cases and all the knowledge that we have from all the testing, all the R&D, all those long hours that we've done over several years, you do have an element of confidence um, but yeah there's all there. there's always you know moments you think okay well how is this network set up Did, is it the same as they told me um because there is a little bit of network configuration to make sure that you know everything works but uh-huh. um yeah yeah there's a few nervous moments but ultimately having done all of that work you know the answers yeah. most of them so you can certainly easily work through them and look to be honest Comcast and NBC have, have been fantastic. So there's no, it's it's really easy to you know get into the detail and understand what we need and how they can support us to deliver
0: what it- we have it's just so cool to see an Aussie business as the world leader in this, in this particular era of sports technology. Like it's, that's, it's pretty massive. Um, so what's next? What's, what's sort of like, if we were going to have another chat in 12 months, what do you want to get done? Five years, what do you want to get done? And then by the time Brisbane 2032, it's always yeah. the yardstick. What do you want to get done in those increments, please? So
1: good question. We've got, um, we're working directly with Comcast to, to put in our technology into um, a lo- um, several venues over in the US, um, at least over a hundred at this point. We're working with NBC to work out how we integrate our SDK because what we have learned over the period is we're not building an application. We're building technology that powers third party applications. So ultimately what we've found is that um, partners don't necessarily want another application. They want to supercharge their own digital assets. So that's what we're working with NBC to to work with them. Um, So yeah, that's ultimately what we're focusing on. Um, Also working with, with, we had it obviously at the World Cup but um, Australia, New Zealand um, previously as well. So we would love to, um, and working on continuing that into the US for the next one in 26. Also with Comcast, they are the biggest sponsor of the 28 Olympics. Um, so ultra low latency broadcast distribution is something that they are hugely interested in as well. So we're excited that ideally that, you know, Aircast is a is, is something that becomes, you know, mainstream in some ways or brand recognition that we have over in, in the US for the 28 Olympics. And, um, for that, for that, that would be fantastic, obviously, from where we've come from and all the work that we've done to have our technology sort of powering those sort of services for the Olympics would be, yeah, would be unbelievable.
0: Oh, would so it yes, ever,
1: that's the goal.
0: Would it ever be unbelievable? And it actually works so good too, isn't it? Comcast, Aircast, yeah, it's sort of actually serendipitous. Yeah, there is a ring um, and- to it. Yeah, and I mean, you're right, because, I mean, NBC basically pays the bills of the IOC. Like, NBC, their, their broadcast rights into the IOC are by far and away the biggest. I mean, if it wasn't for NBC, if they packed up tomorrow, the Olympics would be lucky to get running. You know, like, they pay the way of, of our Olympic Games. So, you, you really, really are working with the best. Um, and in terms of that LA28, as you saw, I mean, NBC, you know, the, the biggest, essentially, sponsor of the Olympic movement... They've got the home Olympics in LA, in California, which is the mm-hmm. home of technology. And you've got an Aussie company there front and centre delivering the most magnificent tech. I mean, it's, it is quite divine. So, um, Craig, what about in Australia? You mentioned Australia, New Zealand a little bit there, the, the World Cup. Like, I mean, it's, sort of, it's a bit like Megan Gale. Megan Gale became a superstar in Europe before she became a superstar in Australia. You, you're well on the way to becoming, you know, household name in, in America. What, what about your Asia-Pacific sort of pursuits? What are you doing here?
1: Yeah, so we are working, I mean, I can't give too many details. We're working with, um, you know, one of the, one of the main broadcasters here in Australia, um, working through, you know, what sort of user case and how, you know, our technology could be used. Um, I will admit, I think it's, we've done a lot of work. We've done some work with the WNBL as well, which worked really well um, last season. we worked um, with the Melbourne Boomers to deliver our, our technology um, and looking to extend that further. Um, with. Comcast um, the accelerator program it's certainly given a lot more recognition over there now I think it's it, the market as you can imagine and as you as you understand it's it's, it's very different it's it's massive um, so there's definitely interest here in the asia-pacific region but certainly in the us there is is greater interest from from our technology um, probably from a variety of reasons and maybe it's just priorities but um yeah still working on it and we obviously hope to have our technology you know certainly you know delivered into the the australian market to start off with
0: well definitely you know and the way it usually goes you know things are proven in america and then you know the world follows so you'll be you know you're being proven there in the states and and we'll see aircast across the globe soon i reckon and and, and Craig, like, what I can see of your career is you've always sort of been a kick ahead of the plate. You know, you've sort of been able to read it and be in the right position when the ball drops rather than sort of always chasing a kick. Like, what, where do you see maybe 20 years' time? Where is it going next? Obviously, this is where it's at, well, where you're creating it to be at right now, that streaming experience, that low latency, that all-encompassing uh, experience for the fan, either on the couch or in venue. What do you reckon 20 years' time, big picture – What's your next company going to be? I could ask.
1: Oh, good question. I think I'll focus on this one for the time being. Uh, yeah. um, <laughs> and, um ultimately, what we've found, as as you can um, see at the moment, is you know the linear broadcast it's 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 past. I think people want to look in. Um, people want access to real time data, um, whether that's analytics, whether that's um, replays, or just ultimately. Additional information. Our POCs that we've done with MBC clearly show that the younger generation they want to have access to real-time information. They want to have access to as much information as there's available. And I think what we've found is if they and I suppose one of our taglines that we looked at is that the kids want to and people as end users want to become the director of their own experience. So we're clearly seeing that there's, there is a big change that's happening. It's no longer good enough to just watch a broadcast and you're subject to whoever the directors is, is which cut that they're actually going to use. So 20 years from now, I think AR, VR is going to have a big impact. There's going to be a lot more integration with that, with regards to what we look and what we see at home. Um, In venue, I think, Again, just having that real time access to the data, which we're providing and hopefully, you know, we will be a mainstay in, in the arena, but 20 years, it's a long time. It's in, who knows what we're going to invent in this stage, because obviously, yeah, things happen really fast these days, but I can definitely see there's a lot more integration with virtual reality, augmented reality, AI, all of those things, um, Yeah, what it looks like, um, yeah. Give me a few years, I'll come back and I can see if I can answer that question.
0: Yeah, well, I've got no doubt, whatever it is, you'll be the one that's leading the charge. Hey, um, let's talk about our great mate, our our mutual friend, uh, Craig Hill from ASTN. Yes. Um, Craig sends me an email, I would say, uh, every three days going, have you had Craig on the podcast yet? Have you had Craig Horriban on the podcast yet? When are you getting him on the podcast? So he is honestly your biggest champion. He loves you. He loves your product. And he's a ripper, Craig. He's been responsible for so many success stories in Australian sports tech across the past decade since he he and James DeMutro and co-started the Uh, the organization in 2012 um tell us about working with craig and astn and and how you've uh, found that as something to help move things along
1: well yeah so i met craig um back in the end of i think it was the end of 18 i think um they had a program for you know pre sort of startup companies or ideas and and i was fortunate enough to be selected by craig and, and martin as well so um, that's where I first first met both of them, and I think, I've um, with my background, it was always building and delivering and, and operating big technology solutions um, for major venues and events. So they looked at AirCast and thought, okay, well that that's really interesting. So, which was great because I think I for the first time Craig and Martin saw the product that we that I had and, and built and thought, okay, well that's. That's certainly got resonance, and we believe that that's you know that's something that we can certainly help you with. Craig certainly with his help, just understanding the landscape and how it all works. Certainly with um, the startup sort of environment, it's not it wasn't something that I was really familiar with. So you know their guidance with um, you know with how to go about organizing or understanding your business model, how you're going to pitch your um, Technology was fantastic because even back then, um, not a lot of people fully understood, I suppose, the, the idea of low latency video and audio and you know, what your sort of user cases. And it's probably not until now, until recently, that you know there's a lot of understanding. So yeah, ASD was fantastic. Craig was brilliant, um, just giving me an understanding of you know how to actually go about um you know promoting your business building your business and just having an understanding and needs analysis across your business and, and what you need to be successful so
0: yeah can't
1: thank craig enough
0: hey uh, before we go like you you've obviously you're on you're on fire at the minute you you absolutely killing it what advice would you have for other startups yeah you know, we've got a, a large startup community that listen to the show and you know people that perhaps you know they're facing headwinds things aren't quite you know sinking falling into place what advice would you have for them about how they can get through that and get to where you're at, which is really uh, you know, getting the, the results that you've always dreamed of?
1: It's a good question. And I think um, my advice would be whatever, so if you have a startup and you have a technology um, and that you really believe in what it is, and you know you can talk to people, and they can see well. You know that's really going to resonate. That's you're solving a problem. I think having just having the passion and enthusiasm is going to start. You know, obviously down the track, but also you know, look, talk to AST and or people like this, and, and speak to these um, accelerators to to get a get an understanding of you know what's out there, is, and ultimately you know where you fit into the picture. But I think it's, yeah, it's the passion, it's the belief, um, and it's the enthusiasm. And to be honest, if you've got those three attributes, um, you know, that's, that's half the problem already solved. So, um, yeah, don't give
0: up. Amen it's, to um, that. You never know where you can end up. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah. Well, Craig, you got those, the trifecta of that. In addition to the, you know, the incredible knowledge and acumen that you've built, you know, you naturally have it clearly, obviously, but over the last quarter century in the industry, congratulations all you've done. Um, I encourage people to jump on aircast.tech, aircast.tech and check it out. You'll see demonstrations, you'll see highlights and and give you a little bit more of an insight to what we've chatted about today, aircast.tech. Craig Horriban, thank you very much for your time. Thank you very much, Lockie. Really appreciate it. You've been listening to Sports Cutting Edge for the Australian Sports Technologies Network. For more, jump online at astn.com.au.